Welcome to the Arlanders Podcast. This is episode five. Arlanders Podcast is here to shed light on all things business in the outdoors. I'm Jaime Lozoya and I am with Kingston. Yo! What up? First jobs. Kind of weird, huh? <laughs> you want to talk about first jobs? Or where we came from? Where we came from, probably. Let's start with let's start with what we did. Let's what okay, what was your first job? My first first job? Yeah, just like was I was a mechanic at a bike shop. Okay. At like the age of, I think That's I was like cool fifteen. Yeah, it was red. I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, did retail. I was like, it's so weird to think about when you're fifteen, like trying to work at a bike shop. But it was really, yeah. really a lot of really good uh, life lessons. What was your very, very first job? Dishwasher. I was vegetarian and I worked at a steak steakhouse. Wow. I was vegetarian for eighteen or not eighteen. <laughs> you're just fifty two. Well, uh, <laughs> vegetarian for ten years. Damn. Yeah, it was a, it was a long time. Good for but you. No, not so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, first job was uh, definitely not the coolest or anything. I've had lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of jobs because <laughs> I tend to not want to keep them. Uh, <laughs> my background was uh, went to school in Boston, dropped out of college three semesters in. Jeez. Um, I went to school for photography and minored in graphic design. Um, that's cool. So actually I just paid it off last year. Congrats. Noise. Oh wait, hold on. Ready? <laughs> yeah, <there we> go. <laughs> Shout out roadcaster pro. <laughs> pro, pro, pro. I dropped out and I was already taking photos and getting paid for it. Yeah. Cause you're fucking good at what you do. So I just kept on doing that. I figured, um, you know, you paid for it and I wasn't really feeling it and didn't think I was learning anything. Um, I went into school with like a more advanced like knowledge base than I guess most people because my high school teachers were just so awesome and taught me anything I wanted to learn. Yeah. Um, so when I got to college, maybe it was a little bit more advanced, and I felt like I was already just relearning shit. And did you already have your equipment, like a simple camera? Yeah, and I was doing all film. Oh, you were. Yeah. No, no digital back then. Do you think that? actually behooves like a photographer if they can start i think it i think it gives you a definitely a different um mindset than someone that started with digital yeah because it's not it's not unlimited and it's not cheap it's not cheap no i was just talking to someone today film cameras can be like 800 bucks just to start well it's the film that's expensive yep film and development because if you're not doing it yourself um, you're paying someone or you're paying for the chemicals to do it. Okay. So there's it, it a cost beyond just the camera. The camera itself. Yeah. What about, um, can you post edit anything in film or not I really mean, supposed to? Most people don't touch them. I, I, I never touched my film photos. So you, what you shoot is what you get. Okay. Um, which is a great, lesson. you know, uh, lesson too. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I went from, living in Boston. And then, um, I just maybe, maybe had a mental break. I don't know. Um, and I was just like, dude, I'm, screw this. I, I'm, I moved to Boise, Idaho. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, was there like someone in Idaho, I, I just was able to connect with someone that had a couch available to sick. stay on. Super sick. Didn't know him beforehand. Really? No, I just was a, a friend through a friend and I was trying to make my way to California. Were they chill? Yeah, they were cool. Like the person that I crashed with wanted to go to California as well. So the idea was to that we would both be able to 
uh, like get an apartment. Cause like uh, we're talking like people with <laughs> no money. Totally. So all I owned was a, a BMX bike and, uh, and my clothes. How I didn't even have that? a car. And it's so weird. The goal to get to California. That's like so many people. huh? Yeah. Cause like where I'm in New Hampshire, you kind of just stay or, or, or leave. Like mm. uh, most people stay. Um, or leave for college and go back. Um, I mean, it's an amazing place, so can't you know, can't hate on that. that. But uh, I just had a urge to leave and go to like California because I thought L.A. was the place to go for photo, like to be a photographer. Now, this is something like I feel like is ingrained in all creatives. It's like L.A. is the hot spot. It's creative. either L.A. or New York. So weird. Yeah, they're just major cities. Yeah, I mean, you still live in L.A. now. Yeah. Really. Okay, well, yeah, you had clothes, a BMX bike, and a car. You had a car. I right? didn't have a car. What? I didn't own a car until. You rode your BMX bike all the way to Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took a plane. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, then and then I was offered a place to stay in Long Beach. Just crashed on a couch there until I was unwanted. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, and then a family actually took me in, um, in Lakewood to help me out and um i stayed there for a while and they actually bought me a plane ticket back to idaho dude um so they you know i just was like i was total nomad awesome total nomad Um, were you shooting photos like the entire time not entirely because i had to survive and photos weren't like paying like everything but Mm -hmm. you know you'd have your your jobs and stuff i went back and forth from east coast and west coast a couple times and the you know i went back and i bought a car in new hampshire and i actually the the point was to drive it back so because you really need you really do need a car out here um so um so i got i drove it back and you know i met my ex and then lived there for a while and then um you know i'm just fast forward through things but like i had my jobs and stuff but but the 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 job that i had was with rebel eight and it was a clothing company, streetwear clothing company, and worked there for a while and learned a lot. And um, they're still around too. Still around, yeah. I don't really keep track of it much, but um, they actually let me go. <laughs> and then, and then I was like on my own, and I was like, uh, you know, this was five, maybe six years ago. When I met you in Shit. that Long Beach spot, was you were already working? You were working at Rebel Eight when I met you. I believe so. Yeah, but. The reason why I was intrigued for what you were doing because you already had like your you had a Kingston photo at the time yeah and you were already taking your own photos you knew you were already yeah. working with other companies I already had it developed yeah by by then before Rebel I've had yeah that was yeah I was already working for clothing clothing brands beforehand everything mm-hmm. was just you know per project basis working for like a part time job like as a photographer was cool too because then you kind of learn like the ins and outs of that totally and then uh. Was Rebel Eight like your first photographer job? Was it like, uh, like with yeah, like legit photo photo job yep. for sure? And that's where you as feel an like employee. You, okay. <coughs> Do you feel like you learned the most when you were there? Yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a ton of stuff that I didn't even know I would learn, but um, but I learned a lot being on my own as well. Yep. But uh, but either way, like you know those. are, those are, that was my path and then I kind of like made my way and then since since I got that was my last um kind of photo job and um 
my last like regular job was uh, delivering Mexican food. No way. Yeah. So before Rebel Eight, uh-huh. I was delivering Mexican food. I think so, I remember you telling me about that. So it's just like you, you know, like I didn't like come from like this grand photographer photographer background. background <laughs> you know, top Look at, Yeah, I was just yeah. like. I was just fucking delivering Mexican food, totally. trying to make it happen. And then I got that job and I was like, damn, this is sick. And then, then I had no job yep. and I was like, okay, now I want to do this full time. I'm going to make it happen. I didn't get, I have, I have not had a right, re- like a quote unquote regular job since then. Yeah. So I've been doing do. photo Kingston photo was, is like LLC is the company. And then Romeo loss is a branch from that. Yep. So that's how we have it set up. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good story because a lot of times too, it's like you want you want to believe that the first job you have is going to lead you into like the first internship will lead to the first job. Yeah, the first job will lead into the first career, and that from that career, like that's like the basic way of thinking. Yeah, know? I think that's uh, everyone's. Yeah, from college to to dot 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 dot, yeah. and it's like. It, it definitely can work that way. Yeah. Totally. But I don't think as a creative. It's really hard as a creative. I think that um, unless you want a corporate creative job, yep. uh, it, I don't think it works well that way. Totally. Yeah, I started off. The only reason I even got into apparel, I always was like stoked on apparel and design. But uh, the business aspect of it was my first job working at a bike shop, which was super rad. Then I did construction for a little bit. And then after construction... I worked at a surf shop. Yeah. And the surf shop is where y- you learn wholesale, retail, uh, seasons, booking. Jeez. Um, I mean, you learn a lot. You know, even just like customer service, sure, like yeah. the, the most basic stuff. And then I think that is kind of what ignited the whole thing. Because after that surf shop job, then that was able to get an internship, learning more design stuff. And then from that internship, I worked at a footwear company. And that one was like what the floodgates kind of opened. Yeah. Because then it went from like small scale working at a retail to like working at a small footwear brand. But now from a footwear perspective, you have real money you can spend on marketing. Yeah. And creatives and like how to deal with like. Yeah. A team. A a team. Yeah. I didn't like the structure. Yeah. Of it very much. And I've always, I, I still had easy on the back burner. Yeah. But all those things, you just have to take everything as learning experience for sure. Yeah, I think you... And then you meet a lot of people too. Yeah, I think that's a... I think... So when I we when I started the podcast, like a back, like for at first, uh-huh. it the idea is to learn from other people's experiences. Yep. So I, I think that there's value in hearing um, people's story because like obviously on the daily, no one really knows where you or I come from, yep. it's valuable to hear where people kind of come from. I love, I love more. I love the behind the scenes of, of things. Yeah. I think the moment you remember, I remember the first time you came to not this little spot, but the other one prior. Yeah. You're tripping. Oh yeah. Like so small. Dude, tiny. But that, I, I also love, I, I think I should show it more, but I do love those like beginning stories. Yeah. They're so good, dude. I mean, like, uh, garage like garage bands. I mean, the it's like some of the best. HQ up? Garage. What's up? Like if, even with photo work, if you just treat it like you are r- like a full agency, yeah, people will respect it as yeah. such. 
Yeah, you got to act like the way that you want to be perceived. For sure. And um, sure. I think that's like, it's a bit of the fake it till you make it model. Kind of. Huh? But I think that you need to set the bar high. Yeah. But if you get a, if you get like a big client that pays 20 grand, it's like, well, treat fuck. it. Yeah. Treat yeah. it like a big client. Like, too. You're that, like, yeah, you get every, all the info, you get all the pitch decks, you get all the, the statements of work. Like you get everything that an agency that would, pre- you know, that would present. present it, you know? Yep. That's um, the same thing with like, uh, with easy. It's like, you have to treat every customer as if like it's, they're buying from a Quicksilver, yeah, or a North Face, or whatever. Well, customer service and in, in sales is like just so much more important than anything else. I think. Yeah, kind of. It's a definitely a, a hard lesson to learn, but if you can master customer service, I feel like you can master having a brand. It's important because a lot of brands don't treat you like a person sometimes. No. But it's there's a. Um, there's so many good ones where it's like zero to one. When you get your first customer, mm-hmm. when you get your first client, and you like you love that customer and your client, they're bound to tell someone else after that. Yeah. Or yeah. just have good things to say regardless if it works out or not. Totally. Yeah. So important. First yeah. jobs. Weird. They're yeah. so weird. Yeah. Like I remember giving like getting my first paycheck too. I was so hyped, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. You know why I got a job? So my parents so my st- <laughs> my stepdad was kind of a a tough one. Basically, I wanted a BMX bike. I wanted to because I, I I loved I grew up riding BMX. Yeah. And I I want a BMX bike, and they're like, okay, <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> go get one. Yeah. Because uh, we're not giving you one. Uh-huh. Um, so I bought I like I literally worked to buy a BMX bike. Yep. And I quit the second I got that. Beer. <laughs> I'm trying to think the first thing I remember uh, the first truck I had was also an F-150 mm. and I had, it was a truck. Like the first time ever having to drive a bigger vehicle. Yeah. And I just like, I absolutely crushed the bedside on this turn. And I remember the first like paying, I took that construction job strictly to pay for stuff on the truck. Cause yeah. there's always like that mentality. Yeah. You know? Trading up. That was funny. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously motivation for getting money um, to, you know, buy shit and (laughs) stuff. But but I think uh, no matter what kind of like like route you go, it it is meant that's that's meant for you. Just making sure you take every job too, like take it a little serious. Yeah, I feel like I've seen I've seen the way you take most creative roles and you take them all very serious. Oh yeah, they're all jobs. They're all jobs, even if they're not even jobs yet. Yep. Um, you pitch everyone as if they're going to be a big time client. Yeah, which is everyone really gets treated important. the same. You have to. Yeah, yeah. I think until they're until they don't treat you the same way. That then, that's typical. Then they're blacklisted. Isn't that typical? Well, I mean, like, uh, there's no time f- to waste on people that don't want to, um, you know, value your time. So totally. Um. And there's 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 so many people out there that will value you as much as you want to value them. So Wait. I think that's the that's the hardest part is finding those people. Yep. But if you have a good client, you stick with them for a while too. Totally. You how like what's the longest client you've ever had? Um. Well, I mean, we've been doing Red Arc and Onyx for a while now. Onyx like, has been that long. It's been six six months. That's pretty good. But like that was like a you know retainer type work. Yep. Um, you know, 
actually, you know what's been going on for three years now is uh, this coffee shop in West Hollywood called Dayglow. So you're still doing Dayglow stuff? Still doing it. What? You know why? Because it is so freaking specific uh-huh. that you can't just like go hire someone else to do the same exact thing. Well, you did a really good job with Dayglow. If anyone follows Dayglow on Instagram, they have like a very clean... It's and, very specific. And cohesive aesthetic, yeah. which Kingston developed. And I'm pretty sure they got like a, weren't they awarded like a yeah. creative role for that? Yeah, like best Instagram or some shit. Which is really cool. Yeah. But you treated that shit, it could have been just coffee and you could have just took a picture in front of a palm tree with the chick holding a coffee. Right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it could have gone any other way. And now we have many intimidators, or not intimidators. Uh, uh, in- intimidators. No, <laughs> <laughs> Imitators. Intimidators. We're intimidating. <laughs> there's there's a lot of them. There's so many. Yeah. And it's it is it's not as frustrating as it was anymore, but it is so interesting that people just straight up copy it. it. And it's like, okay. I mean, but there but we all know who start like I'm not we're I am like ninety nine point nine percent sure that we that style that we were, were doing was never done before in yeah. that, in that realm. It's obviously a, it's been done in other ways. Definitely a lot of creative agencies that you see pop up will do that similar Instagram style. Sure. Yeah. Color blocking. Yeah. You know, simplistic but, styles, but just not in a coffee shop yeah, sense. So totally. it was cool to apply that in that way. And it's really, it really works for them. It fits their aesthetic really well. Totally. That's awesome. Yeah, so, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's definitely the longest standing. And we're starting a whole nother year. No plan to stop. They're stoked. Why yeah. would they? Actually, the, the January photos are pretty fun. So. Are you already shooting stuff? I already shot it this for this month, yeah. Damn. We shoot it every uh, beginning of every month. Yeah. Social media is a hard game, I feel. It's really hard to stay relevant. Fuck, it's or like, just to be original. Yeah. So, well, we're, we're, we're figuring it out. That's good. It's hard. It, it's really hard to to change from something that's working. Yeah. But we're, we have ideas, but until that, until something actually like changes, we're just going to stick with it. Cause it looks awesome. Yeah. It looks super rad. Yeah. And it, it's all because you learned your technique from delivering Mexican food. That's <laughs> yeah. the basis. Of Mexican food changed my life. Dude, that's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. God. Pizza delivery and Mexican food. I've never been, in the delivery basis or in, in that industry, delivery or food. It was actually really good. It was fun. I'm glad I, it's interesting how life works though, because the first, that job I was telling you about the surf shop, I applied so many places to work at a food restaurant. Yeah. Like a restaurant. Um, and got denied everywhere. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. Like wasn't cool enough. That was like college for me. I got, I got denied from every college except for the hardest one to get. (laughs) I was like, uh, you guys sure. (laughs) You really want me? But yeah. it could have went a lot different route, you know? Yeah, yeah. You learn so many things. Obviously, it just depends on what job you're talking about. But yeah, if you didn't get hired at Rebel 8, you know? Yeah. Show what it looks so much different for you now. Totally. And the, and I had other... I worked for Us versus Them, too. That's a sick brand. That was actually before Rebel 8. Graham um, Nystrom, he's one of the creators of that. He's a good friend. He's He helped me out on that. See? For sure. I, I, I feel bad now. I but remember you telling me, but I don't know, was that as a cons- was it a consistent job or was Rebel it was, 8? It was like semi-consistent, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, like there's just a lot of people that have helped along the way. I don't, I don't think you can do it by yourself. 
No, there's not. It's like uh, I would call. I would literally consider it impossible because yeah. if you're doing it now by yourself, I don't know how you're gonna last. Yeah, I even till this day like connections that I made when I was younger. Yeah, I'll still reflect and hit people back up. Yeah, I think even our relationship was developed so long ago. Yeah, but it was up to us to keep it up, and not till recently we started hitting each other up again. And now we're doing so many things, you know, and I, I don't think it was the, t- it wasn't the place or time to do it then totally, or any, and or in any time in between It's totally. just, uh, it's just how, how it plays out. Yep. Um, and I think, um, sticking with things is like, so that's a big important. key, you if know, you like literally, okay. Like photography was one or apparel. Yeah. Ain't going to happen over one year. No, you do have it. to get past that year. You gotta get past it. If you can get past four years of doing it, yeah. What's the what's the like hour to become a master? Like you have to have x amount of hours to become a master at something. Is that a thing? Yeah, look it up. We have a computer that we can look things up. I think that's one. That's one thing I, I love hearing when friends like start businesses and stuff. I think yeah. that's the coolest thing ever. But I'm my biggest thing is like, cool, do it for a year and then like let's talk about it again and see how it looks. Yeah, and it feels. Because you might hate it. <laughs> you might, they might hate it after. I definitely month. didn't like photo at certain points. Really, but I love it now. I really enjoy doing video, but it's it's not. I'm not like amazing at it, but I like doing it. You're good at it. So it's, it's just you know better more and more. Ten thousand hours to master. Ten thousand hours. How Which many translates to nine years? Consider five days a week, spending four hours a day. Holy shit! So I'm a master at photography. You're more of a master of dating. <laughs> <laughs> so five, how many years? Nine years? Well, it said nine years, but that's five days at four hours a day. And I'm guaranteeing Still. that you, I'm, yeah, I'm, I think four hours a day. I think that, putting more. I think that's like a pretty good assessment. Like, yeah. but nine years is a long fucking time. To be absolute. Ninja. To do one thing. Yeah. And just be a ninja at it. Yeah. But you could spend nine years and still not be. True. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a master at nothing. <laughs> you know. I do believe that it's good to have different skills, like, different skills, and different avenues. You know. Yeah, I think. Um, I, you know, th- with everything that's going on, I think that you kind of have to be multi-talented. Uh, yep. You have. You have to. The value is what people want to hire yep not just a photographer you want to be able to put things together and like do all the pre-production and post-production and like everything in between yep and video people want i think one trick ponies definitely there was like a time and a place for him sometimes but nowadays i feel like people want like multifaceted creatives yeah they just want they want people to uh to help out in, in any way they can yep and you know it's can't blame them you know yeah so hit us up i'm i'm always curious to hear first jobs and i know a lot of homies that have jobs that led into something greater yeah or they have a first job that then have no correlation to what they're doing now as an example i there's like a sony creative that was like a a, like a doctor and that's now a a full-time photographer yeah and it's just like she's crushing it you know yeah but she spent however many hours of ten thousand hours of being years. to be a doctor. It's <laughs> like, dude, serious. You took that seriously, yeah. And now you're not, yeah. Well, I'm not. I don't know if 
it's still a doctor or not, but um, but yeah, like that's a cool, it's a cool like turn into something else, you totally. know. Think about that. I always think about doctors. About how much school? Oh my god, it's insane. Or surgeon? Well, I want them to go to school for that long. Yeah. If you're gonna cut me open, <laughs> you better know what you're doing. But not. I don't want. I don't want to die. <laughs> They're just looking at YouTube videos while doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what people do now. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> want to be a photographer? YouTube. Look at YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do that? I feel like you should do some cool tutorial videos. I'm not into tutorials. You're over that shit. I just think that there's so much information out there that you can you can get it anyways. Totally. You don't need me to tell you how to do things. Yeah. There's there's so much information out there. Totally. But to end this episode, it's you know it's important to to reflect on where you came from. Like I think we're doing pretty good for what we're you know our age and all that. But you gotta gotta stay humble and keep pushing. And yeah could only get better if you wanted to you know and it's only going to get better if you work on it yeah, yeah jesus christ like you can't imagine it just getting great well after if two this years. is it then i, I don't know man yeah i, I, just, I don't <laughs> think i'm gonna last much longer <laughs> i don't have any retirement ready <laughs> or anything but yeah i would definitely be stoked um or if you even resonated with that one hit us up yeah that'd be funny it'd be cool to hear some stories right yeah i bet you a lot of people that we have been in this industry I, yeah, for sure. I have mean, some I know, weird I know some stories people, for sure. Even Gary, when I was we talked about Gary, his first couple jobs, like yeah, and he's like he takes photos, but is also works with the architecture firm. It's yeah. like yeah, those don't connect, you nope. know. Nope. And the firm that he works for is fucking Baller. nuts. Yeah, it's super sick. So it's like it's not like it's just so different. Well, that was episode five. Thanks for following along, and we'll see you on the next one. Our Landers podcast. Out.